0: I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure
1: farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business, and we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable
0: strategies you can implement at any stage in your business. Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Dirt on Flowers. We've officially made it to the end of the year. Yes, we have. <laughs> I, I literally – I I honestly can't even believe it. I was just thinking the other day about while well, I was working on my crop plan, I'm a little bit behind. I, <laughs> I haven't ordered my seeds yet, so I, that's like on my list for next mm-hmm. week. But I was just thinking and I have a lot of changes in the farm next year, so it's just, everything's going to look different. And normally – you know, we get really settled into our farms and things are, they change year to year, but not like drastically. So I feel like I've been putting off things that I'm nervous about planning for. And yeah. so, you know, I, I like just have to force myself to sit down. So if like if you're out there having to force yourself to sit down, <laughs> sit down yeah. and plan it all out, I feel you there. It's just, I love that clean slate that we get farming it's yeah. just honestly it's like one of the best things about farming just like mm-hmm. a new a new opportunity to do better for things to screw up and you don't even know why randomly you know yep. so we're at the, we're at the mercy of so many variables and i love a good plan i love it i've gotten less mm-hmm. attached to the plan the more yeah. years I've been growing, which is kind of nice. So I think this coming week after Christmas, you guys are hearing this after Christmas, I'm going to be sitting down with some pen and paper and really figuring out what 2024 is going to look like, which I'm like a planner. I mean, I I love that dreamer yeah. in us. Lindsay and I both have that a lot, like thrives in that scenario, like where I just want to go sit at a coffee shop, mm-hmm. write in my notebook, you know, thinking yep. just like, just like, yeah. maybe you should invite Lindsay to do that with you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I love that.
1: I do. I love that part. Somebody just told me recently me that planners are control freaks. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Cause I, you know, this whole thing yes. was planning. We're gonna talk about sure. that today. We're gonna talk about it. Yes. Um, but it's like because we sort of like to see what it's going mm-hmm. to look like in theory, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was gonna say about seeds. I I've been working on my seed order and mm-hmm. The price of seed has gone up. I know. Yeah. Very everything. everything has gone up. I mean – And I feel like everybody's been saying that. Like there's some of you probably like, yeah, have you been grocery shopping for the last year? <laughs> and it's like yeah. I've noticed it a little bit, but I really was – shocked when I sat down and did my mm-hmm. seed order I mean it was it was almost double mm-hmm. what it was last year and so that oh, gave Lord. me some pause to like yeah okay well and I went back and really it did help me though to go in and you know where you might order a thousand a two thousand of something you know I'm like well I really only need a thousand like what do I yeah. realistically need of that yeah. seed? you know it gave me it challenged my my sort of I would say that's a scarcity mentality to make sure I have enough of everything, right? Like there's planning and then there's smart, but it also kind of like kept me within, you know, keeping me straight with what I actually need because I was quite shocked. So I went in, I'm like, okay, I pulled up my last year's order with the pricing beside it. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, so like per thousand, some of the seeds went up like $25 per thousand. And that's not nothing. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So yeah, yeah, trimming out what we didn't actually need and going Mm -hmm. back through and pulling in our notes and stuff from last year that I'm- That I had. So, yeah. And and also, like, if you're hearing us talking about doing your seed order and you don't normally do yours until February, that's fine, too. That's fine. Like, that's it's okay. fine. Yeah. It's really – you probably got, like, kids yeah. running around and COVID mm-hmm. ripped through your damn house and all kinds of stuff. So, <laughs> it's fine. It All yeah. will get planted. It's, mm-hmm. it's no big deal. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Will it? I know. Yeah. I just I, – I don't know. I just – there's so – With like a lot of the increase in possible production next year, it's just the whole thing is just throwing me way off. Yeah. So it'll be fine. I just need to force myself to do it, and it's been really fun. Um, I in preparing for this episode, I actually like scroll. My my. uh, Does anyone else like my camera roll? Is like. It's like my yeah. life. I can yeah. like see it flash <laughs> as I scroll through yeah. my camera roll on my iPhone. So, you know, I'm scrolling through old pictures. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, the ranunculus were blooming. It's really not that far away, you know. So mm. it's just really fun. I love looking back through the camera roll and seeing all the highlights. I never take pictures of the of the not so good things. So it always mm-hmm. feels good to go through the, the camera roll. Yeah. But yeah. So it's always sweet.
1: We should. We should document those weeds. Yeah. <laughs> we should make us feel oh. better. We're be like, oh, I well, know. they were there. Because I, you know, I know, we always think in the spring it's
0: <laughs> yes. You know though the one thing that I did, do you remember back when I planted the, <laughs> we had that super cold snap and I had planted all my first succession of um summer, spring annuals and my straw flower was like oh yeah toast yeah. then it eventually came back. Um, but I did document that. That's the one thing I did document. But it, hey, you know what? Plants are resilient, so I try not to to yeah. overthink it too much. But Gosh. so our year, our year, it was a good review. one. It was a good one. <laughs> I think so. I yeah. think so. So you know, this episode, we're just going to take a little bit of a time time to reflect on our seasons. What can we take from this year and improve ourselves and our businesses? in 2024. So a lot of times, we've done this before last year, where we talk about our rose, our bud, and our thorn. So rose is like all of the positives, the wins, the, the wonderful things that happened. The buds are things you're looking forward to, things that have a lot of potential, things that are in the growth stage. And then thorn are you know the not so good things, the areas of growth, things that felt hard, and we're looking to turn those into rose for twenty twenty four. So, yeah. So, oh, yeah. You ready? It's, it's
1: always yeah. <laughs> jump into it. Yeah. We just. Yeah. I think. Um. I learned this whole rose rosebud thorn from Kalyn Chic um, mm-hmm. a few years ago. She did it, and I was like, I sort of sort, searched it on the internet to see like how what other applications people are using it. And it's like really is just a great way to review your year, and there's a lot of Really good podcasts out there to listen to about different ways that people, you know, do their year in reviews. And I know it's a process that, like, you and I both do. And I think we'll talk about it at the end. Just like, what is it that we do to set goals for the next year? But this really is part of that process. And we're looking at the whole season, like, not just you know, for your business, but also for your personal life too. Um, you know, because that is, you are bringing all of your like wonderful, messy self into your business and all of those habits. We talk about it with the financial side, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's kind of hard to separate your personal self and your business. So it's like really kind of taking some time to evaluate Mm -hmm. that and look at the positives and, and, and keep that, keep that going. So, yeah. What about you? So you, we're starting with roses. Yeah, our rose. Yeah, we
0: got to start with the good stuff. Okay, 2023 was honestly our our best and our absolutely 100 hands down our most profitable year in business to date. So we had a really wonderful profit margin, which I really do attribute to my financial habits this year in reviewing what it is that we were doing month to month. So I know we've talked about it before in a lot of different ways, but having those reports available to you in QuickBooks, keeping your QuickBooks updated or whatever accounting software you're using, your spreadsheet, whatever whatever it is, and looking at those things weekly, monthly, whatever makes you feel good. I'm the kind of person who checks my bank account every single day. You know, I just like the visual. So for me, those reports are invaluable to giving me all the data, the data that's happening in all my business. And this year, I really made an effort to set time aside to make sure I'm looking at those things. So I really do think that just that simple thing that I put off for so long Mm -hmm. has really – this would be my second year really like looking really looking and then making decisions. So this year I really refined that process and I really think it probably led to our, our most profitable year yet. So mm-hmm. it 2023, was we were short-staffed, I would say. So we had some staffing issues where it put Judd and I in a lot of the day-to-day cutting, bouquet making. We did a lot of that work um, right alongside the employees. So which was good. I still love doing that, but it felt, it felt really hard because I'm trying to grow the business and I'm trying to do the day to day stuff. And if you guys are in that stage of your business, you really know like that. It's tough. It's tough when you're checking the daily boxes, and also trying to have enough juice at the end of the day to explore new revenue streams or make things better, or instead of just just trying to keep your head above water. Um, so it felt. A little bit like that for in twenty twenty three for me, but I it that piece gave me so much clarity about what I really need Judd and I's roles both of us to move forward. So, um just having a lot more clarity and making some different staffing decisions for twenty twenty four I think will be really good. One other rose, and this is more on a personal personal side, is that um this was the first year that Judd was home. No UPS. So he was here and his and I relationship – because yeah, I joke, I joke, and I say, oh, God, we see each other 24 hours a day. <laughs> and we do, we do. But I think working together, we've had a much more positive working relationship now that a lot of those other strains of other jobs and all of it have gone away. So our relationship has strengthened, and I've got to watch as I have gotten more comfortable in my farming self, I feel like my kids have seen that in me. And they are becoming just the most confident, happy little humans, and I just really try to keep making sure that I'm the example for them. And I really did see that come alive in my kids this year. So, yeah, that was that's good. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's, awesome. that's definitely my rose. Well,
1: and I'm sure you guys being here because we both quit our jobs around the same time, mm-hmm. you and I. So, like, yes. this really is the first entire full season that we've been on the farm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really feel like that has something to do with the best deer as far as profitability yes. and like the way the farm's flowing because you're really able to give like yeah. 100% to it in different ways and so I think that that's that's awesome mm-hmm. so yeah. first like, first christmas with jud in the house first
0: christmas and he's been here he has <laughs> he's been good and honestly just like i couldn't i didn't even know how you know do you ever get to a point you're like how did i ever do it <laughs> mm-hmm. before it became this easy and that i didn't realize it's like when we finally quit our jobs, it made everything so much easier. I didn't realize mm-hmm. when, what what a strain I was in mm-hmm. when I was doing all of that. and yeah. that's why I, I know like in the insiders where people are talking about working their other jobs and trying to make mm-hmm. this dream happen. We talk about that a lot, and oh, I've been there. We both have it's yeah. tough, you know mm-hmm. it's tough. There's no sugarcoat in that, you know it's yeah. it can be very hard. So, you know, part of me is like, oh, why did I wait this long to do it? And then mm-hmm. it's we always underestimate our own impact that we'll have in our businesses. And I yeah. think that was a big surprise. I you would I think you too, Lens, you would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We really made impacts in our businesses this year.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was it, it took me not until the end of the year from looking at like a financial place where you're like, "Oh, okay, I actually Was Mm -hmm. I had way more capacity and energy to to put into marketing or put into the efforts of the farm and not being spread so thin, you know, where you're able to to really focus in and and make a difference and make a difference on your farm um, and Mm -hmm. having not just crumbs left over to do the little bits of marketing and all those things. And so, yeah, yeah, that definitely was a was a huge piece. So. Well, my my rows I have I've several, but mine was it was the best year of business for us too, most profitable mm-hmm. year, and it, it didn't start out looking like it was going to be that way. I mean, it it hands down was the toughest growing year personally that we have ever had mm-hmm. for yeah. from you know to, we started out the spring with Tulip Gate, and you know we we were just it took us a bit to get in a groove and I, I don't know why it's the same crew we had just you know i added the flower stand and which has turned out to be amazing was a great investment for us and has paid for itself so that was you know that was awesome but there was a spring was just rough i was really stressed mm-hmm. and was you know in a way that like i just didn't feel like i should have been given that and so if we had some killed a bunch of seedlings. Like there was just stuff. It was yeah. a tough growing yeah. tough, tough, tough growing year. Um so to end the season with like on a really high note that way, it was, it was great. Um, and I think I attribute that to being, you know, having my same team of people that works with me, like, you know, really on the same, trying to be on the same page as much as we can, being me being here full time, being able to invest a hundred percent. And um the other is another Win that I feel like we had this year is that like I just I myself and my team work forty hours a week. You know, as a business owner, do I work more than that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's there's Mm -hmm. yes, I'm not going to sell you on some sort of like that I always get the shut off, but I Mm -hmm. was really way way better this year than even. Previous years, and I feel like I've been good for a while with having more set hours for myself. I moved my office out of my house down to the down to the shop, which really gave me some more I personal boundaries with it. It was huge. Yeah. That was huge for yeah. me. And instead of just pulling up my computer and like working, you know, at the house where there's like no mm-hmm. shut off. But I think that was a huge win for us that my entire team had like very balanced hours. They weren't working, you know, nutsos so nutso shifts. Yes, did we have? <laughs> Weeks where stuff came up, and you know, of yeah. course, there's always that Sunday that tulips are blooming, yeah. and I'm calling them freaking out because we have to get 5,000 tulips Day out tulips. of the ground. It's tulips, or the man. Sunflowers,
0: ugh. I know they just, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, to me, it's, it's like a- tulips, peonies, too. Yeah, tulips, peonies, and sunflowers are like the things that oh, they always yeah. want to bloom on Sundays,
1: <laughs> always on Sunday, and it's always like. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, just take the weekend off, you know. I'm like texting them, I'm like, are you at a church yet? I need you. <laughs> like Sean even got grooved in that that, you oh. know, that Sunday. He was like, am I doing this right? You know, he's cussing. Pull as the tulips are snapping. I'm like, it's fine. Uh,
0: just throw it in a fine. crate. Just, just keep moving.
1: Get <laughs> them out of the ground. No. But yeah, that was, you know, so that was been. I, you know, I think it from. Everything that felt like what seemed really tough, uh, really, we were able to kind of turn into a win and have a really great year from it. So mm-hmm. that was great. Also from, you know, personal standpoint, meeting Sean, I have to include that, okay. has been, yes. and I'm going to talk about timing here in just a little bit, Um, but it's been just absolute blessing in a lot of ways that I was unaware was going to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, just. Super, super great part of my life, and then the podcast. I mean, this yes. podcast Can't continuing to grow. No, I mm-hmm. mean, has just you know, we just show up here and talk. I mean, the fact mm-hmm. that you guys even listen <laughs> sometimes still makes me laugh. Um, I mean, we're super grateful, you know. But we just yeah. We obviously we, we say we had no expectations. We wanted it to be something like this. Sure. Um a really great community of people and the way the insiders continues to grow and and the mm-hmm. supportiveness of that. I just very, very, very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the the shirts, I know I've talked about this, but like the number of people that are tagging me in their shirts, I, I know it's so
0: cute. It's so sweet. I love it. It's, yeah. I agree.
1: And it's so many flower farmers and Mm -hmm. you know, just yeah, it makes me a little weepy every single time. But Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm very grateful for this community of of people and just the way that it's it's unfolded and people tagging. I'm like, there's c- certain days I'm like, somebody shares something about us and we're getting all these new followers. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> go back and listen to the beginning, hang in there. Yes. We've improved, I think. But yeah, I just, that's, yeah. um, that's been super fun. It's like such a fun part of my life, I feel like is this, yeah. is the show and everything that's sort of around it. So really yes. appreciate
0: it. Yeah. It's where we get to be us. Yes. Yeah. You know, which is wonderful in its yeah. own way. You know, there's like we talked about this like the business facing side of us, then there's this side. And then, you know, yeah. there's the more the explicit version once yeah. we quit recording. And <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so nice to have that avenue in life. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. You know, it to is. think where you can just be yourself, you know, just showing up, you just And I mean, it's just so – we never really come to like try and impress you with anything. Half the time, we're dogging on ourselves. (laughs) This is true. It's true. I mean, we we understand how hard it is. Yeah. Like more – I mean, we really do. And it's just been such a cool thing watching this community grow and for them to be like the sweetest, most supportive group ever and even you know when we share our stories of like hard things you guys are the ones lifting us up you guys always say that we're the ones providing you inspiration but a lot of times I really do believe it's the other way around Mm -hmm. and just being just getting to be a very small part of shipping out the hundreds and hundreds of shirts and hoodies was like the coolest honor I've ever had it was Mm so cute so I just really appreciate seeing your guys's tags and Yeah, It was really, really fun. And I'm like, you know what? This is like just such a culmination of having the best – the best group Mm -hmm. ever.
1: Yeah. And I I think us flower farmers, we do. We only like to talk about flowers and that it's fun. It's fun to get to (laughs) show up every week and do it and get to meet people and – you really do. Mm-hmm. I sincerely feel like I know so many of these people that I've never met before, you know, and yeah, just super, yeah, very, very yeah. grateful for it. So that was definitely one yes. of my one of my roses yeah. too for the year. So,
0: yeah. Okay, moving on to the bud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something that I'm working on, and this is more for me needing to think bigger with the business, is that trying to create better boundaries. And systematizing things, anything, anything that I can systematize, I need to for next year. So what that looks like for me is starting to really focus in on using a project management software. So I'm keeping track of projects, deadlines, the things that need to happen from a business side. So, for me, it's tracking those, not like putting them off, putting them off, putting them off, putting them off, but really holding myself accountable. And as I'm kind of moving into like a little bit of a different role, I'm still going to be cutting flowers and doing all those things, but my focus is going to be on growing and marketing the farm and then holding myself accountable to those, to the things that I promised myself. And uh, that is really what I think I'm going to be working on is continuing to push the business forward, to continue to make it the best customer service experience that's i think that's something that i'm really looking forward to is like looking at the way that we do things and in everything that we do trying to figure out one one way to make it better that's my goal you know i actually have that written down i'm going to make everything that we do just a little bit better and mm-hmm. try to figure out what are those things to create a better customer service experience more magic more fun more what am I doing to differentiate myself from another farm down the road? What am I – how how am I doing this? So for me, that's like having the bigger picture, enterprise picture, creating a brand with the farm and growing it that way. So that's something that I'm working on definitely. And there's can be a lot of growth there. But yeah, so that's my bud.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you've got some so many exciting things going on. And like you guys mm-hmm. are – I feel like you guys are on fire right now. So it's kind of fun yeah. to watch and – yeah, my bud in the short term, you know, I'm looking forward really for some some downtime. I am taking some intentional time off of social media, and I think, you know, Shan, you and I are in really different places with we're in the same place. We're like growing our businesses, but we're also like tackling it from like really different ways. You're scaling. Mm-hmm. I'm looking mm-hmm. at like, what I actually want is less. I don't want Mm -hmm. to profit less. I don't want to grow my business less. I don't have any less drive. I'm actually, you know, one thing I said to Shannon kind of early on when I told her like, you know, I, about being diagnosed with cancer, it was like, I said to her, like, I remember saying to you, like, I have all of this drive and this energy inside of me. And it's like right Mm -hmm. now something's going like, nope. Not right now. Like that's yeah. just not what this priority is. And it was like it. I mean, I was like crying over this mm-hmm. spot because it's so hard to feel like, oh man, I've got so much energy going into 2024, and it's like mm-hmm. nope. And so yeah. I am. I guess you know it's so cool to for people to hear like your yours is inspiration and probably mine. I'm assuming yes, too because there's going to be people where mm-hmm. it's they want to scale and be Mm -hmm. where you're headed and and seeing all of that. And there's probably going to be other people that are going like, okay, well, like how do I stay small? And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that I want to even stay small. I'm rambling on this because this is where my head goes with this, but (laughs) I am looking the bud for me is how to really focus on rest and health. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm moving into next year. I don't have really a clue what it's going to look like, I'm planning, I'm still doing all of those things. But I'm looking at like, really getting super serious about like, what doesn't work for me and cutting it out and mm-hmm. really focusing making Lindsay the number one priority versus the farm. Yeah. And and I ultimately think the farm will grow because of that. I That's where mm-hmm. I truly believe that. And you know, story I wanted to share, I guess, with this is, I have really trying to trust The timing of my life, because I think, how many times do we hear people say like, even talking like specifically about their CSA or Mm -hmm. like it's not where they want it to be yet, like blank hasn't Mm -hmm. happened, I haven't had this happen, blah blah blah, you know, and we're always like, just give it time, give it time, you know, Mm -hmm. just, and I think the give it time just means trust in the timing, and so we did a consultation with somebody well, let me back this up. We got a message in our DMs and somebody was asking questions. This a, a girl was asking, lady was asking questions about coolers. And, and I, you know, was saying like, we can definitely, you know, we could consult with you. And she so sweetly, kindly writes us back, writes me back and says, I actually did pay for a consultation. Okay. <laughs> I'm airing this. And so, and so I'm like messaging and like, Oh, crap. We missed it. She did. We missed it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I had this like shame of like washing me like, how did we miss this? I'm so sorry. I felt so bad for her. Right? So then long story short, we consult with her. Super sweet. Super Mm -hmm. understanding. She says yes. to us in there, you know what? I'm actually really glad that this didn't happen in July because I wouldn't have known the right questions to ask. I mm-hmm. wouldn't have got as much out of this consultation if it had happened then. And it was really – that was just such a reminder to me because I have been in this place of going like, why now? Why is all this mm-hmm. happening to me right now? I don't – in in wanting to feel – and I still do at times feel like super frustrated by it. And, you know, I, <laughs> a whole lot of personal things I could go down the road of going like, why now? Why me? Why this? And it's like, well, trusting the timing of this. That's exactly, you know, if this is going mm-hmm. to the crappiest thing to happen and I'm not happy about it, but also the timing of like, when I found it, it's at the end of my growing season, trying to find those silver linings of like, trusting that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I feel like it's I'm no different. I feel like it's exactly for you, Shan, for anybody that's listening Mm -hmm. to think about like, why is this happening to me? It's like, well, it's happening for you. Somebody just said that instead of saying, Mm -hmm. why is this happening to me? It's happening for you. And so I'm trying to Look at what I'm going through right now with my personal life and my business, and going like it's happening for me because it's going to get me to a better spot than I ever could have gotten without it. And so, Mm um, I'm really just trusting in that. And then it makes me feel less anxious to know, like, well, yeah, Mm -hmm. this is where I'm supposed to be. So let's get on with it, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I will tell you, I don't stay in that place all the time. I bounce back and forth. Some days are really hard, but I feel like that is such a budding potential for me from a Mm -hmm. professional standpoint and from a personal standpoint is to you know really kind of figure out the farm piece and somebody said to me about planning though they were talking about planning and being control freak and they Mm -hmm. said well you know because I said this isn't what I hadn't planned or had planned and they were like you know with all due respect like a plan is like nobody really knows what 24 is going to look like yeah nobody yeah. does, you know, it was like, 100%. Oh, that's yes. true. Like,
0: yeah. Nobody like all does in true. the same boat. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knows what that. Yes. Yes. So Aww. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well
1: then I'm just yeah. going to keep going forward and we're planting mm-hmm. and then, you know, what's the worst case scenario. All those tulips bloom out. I mean, that's seriously helpers there. to. Help I do. You. I yes. do. But I'm yeah. saying, you know, mm-hmm. I have, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, you know, unknowns for me right now. You mm-hmm. know, my, I have, uh, you know, I've got a labor issue as well. I think everybody does. I have that I need to solve and there's, you know, so there's, there's so much unknown, but we always come back to this that says like, it always works out. It always progresses we always forward. We always figure yep. it out and, and remembering that and just trusting in the absolute perfection of the timing of this, I think is really mm-hmm. what's, is what my takeaway yeah. is. So trusting in that but Mm -hmm. yeah
0: it's okay wish I could give you a big hug
1: I know it's okay (laughs) I I just uh yeah letting go one moment Mm -hmm. at a time my um friend got me a reset box I had posted about it Mm -hmm. and it's filled with these like amazing cards and they're they're so fun she gave me blank cards so my family is gonna fill out some so I can pull you know pull out some quotes of that yeah but (laughs) it was uh one of them that I pulled out said, "Write yourself a fight song or a lullaby, like whichever you need." And I was like in this oh. ragey mood, so I was like, "I think I need a lullaby. I think I need to write." So I wrote one <laughs> out and stuff. I was like, yeah, "But it does it really. It did work. Yeah. It, like it helped me mm-hmm. to just be more like soft with myself in that moment and yeah, and all that." So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> more will be revealed, as my mom says. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, okay. Thorns. should we move on to the thorn yeah. i know
1: but there's always potential so, in thorns there there's positive yeah yeah
0: yeah i mean labor is my <laughs> has been my thorn for a long time it's in my opinion one of the hardest things we do is having figuring out what the right amount of people is to get things done having the right people i'm kind of at the point where i mean I don't care what experience you have. I'm hiring solely based on personality traits that make you an outstanding <laughs> addition to the farm. And it's been, it's been really hard. So struggling to fill those positions, it put a ton of pressure on Judd and I, like a lot, a lot. And so there was a lot of ups and downs with that. And it was at times out of balance especially, you know, July. Mm-hmm. July through September, I feel as much as I try to keep it in balance, it is very out of balance. And that is what kind of felt really, really hard those three months mm-hmm. in particular. So that was my thorn. And every year when I look at what that looks like, I'm, I. That that is always my number one goal is how am I fixing that thing for 2024? Mm-hmm. And so – that's what we're doing. We're gonna be putting an emphasis on getting the right people. We are we are getting um, an H two A visa, a couple H two A visa workers to help with some of the field crew stuff. Because w- the truth is, is that we can find anybody. A lot of different people want to make bouquets, or help with wedding work, or work the events, or do that kind of stuff. But and it, I had a lot of that this year. But as far as like the day-to-day work, weeding, harvesting, planting, that's where we're really struggling getting those positions filled. And that's what fell back on Judd and I a lot. So I'm hoping that I, every year I take my thorn, I that thorn is always my mission. That's like, in my opinion, if I'm saying that that's my hard part for the, my year, that is always the number one thing that I'm working on the following year. So for me, it's and, and, and it's not just who we're hiring. It's Jed and I investing in becoming better leaders, better making the workplace better, being more clear on our expectations. So from a pro- professional development standpoint, Jed and I are looking at that in ourselves too because mm-hmm. it's going to require more of us as we get more people, different people, um, new business, revenue streams, all of that. So yeah, labor, I think, is, was my biggest struggle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, labor, it is, it's a tough place and like where Mm -hmm. you're at with growing your business and you're, you're scaling, you know? And Mm -hmm. so it's like, you really have to, you have to have people in place because you can't, you guys can't take that on. It's not going to be sustainable for you. I mean, there's just as much where you're talking about having that work-life balance, you know, Mm -hmm. you've got to do what works for you guys and, Mm -hmm. and within that, you know? And I think, same for me with the thorn, it's every single year when that thorn comes up, that's what you should be carrying into that next year is like, what was the pain point? And, um, you know, my, mine really, if I'm being completely honest, was just making myself number one priority. Um, Mm -hmm. as an Enneagram three, uh, you can go read all about it. Not that you care, but it's (laughs) with Enneagrams. But for me, A lot of my like self-worth comes from what I do versus just who I am as a person. And so there needs to be some personal shifts in that for me. And I've been working on it for years. You know, this is not a brand new concept for me. But, you know, making myself a number one priority is um, what I'm taking into 2024. And -hmm. my farm is still something that lights me on fire like nothing else Mm -hmm. does. And I'm not giving that up for anything. Um, mm-hmm. But just means that the priorities are shifting around what that actually looks like for me. Because, yeah. you know, I, I can really get out of balance with that. You know, I think they've said, I've what I've read, like threes can be workaholics. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been there, you know, you dive in mm-hmm. there, where's the shut off. And I got to a point a few times, I'm like, okay, well, who am I doing this for? <laughs> yeah. What is this for? You know, who is this for? Is mm-hmm. this for me? Is this for what it looks like externally? You know, and just all those things. And so I think, I think as a whole entrepreneurial world, these like boss babes, all this stuff, I think it's working and burning the candle at both ends is completely glamorized in this world with mm-hmm. social media. And you're getting these blips of these like perfect lives and what things look like, and you're not seeing any of the behind the scenes. And I think I always am going like, okay, at what cost? You know, we talk, you hear burnout, people talk about it. I even think that's one of the things I think people are attracted to about us, Shan, is because Mm -hmm. we don't sell the fantasy of flower farming, okay? Mm -hmm. If you're reading something on social media that looks like it's too good to be true, it probably is.
0: (laughs) newsflash even even on our even on our instagram feeds sure you might look at our at our at our farm feeds and be like wow they're really doing this and then but you're not seeing all of the messiness in the background like we're all experiencing that in different ways for sure you know
1: for sure but if you if somebody's selling you an easy button okay Mm -hmm. in a reel, this it it ain't right (laughs) no I'm backing Mm -hmm. up. Let's put the backup button. (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm running over it because it's yes. Okay. There is now. Are there smart ways? Are there ways to get smart about the way you're doing business? Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm personally looking at that and we'll be continuing to share all those things with you about how my business is going to morph and what does that look like for me? And what am I choosing to cut out? I will share absolutely all of that. You know, my whole life, my whole income comes from this farm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I'm happy to always continue to sh- to share of like, where am I shifting, you know, I'm, and mm-hmm. making some changes where I'm adding in some different crops this year. So anyway, my, my point is though that I feel like, let me just give you this, this will sum this up. So mm-hmm. I'm really good at like going like, oh, I'll eat lunch when I finish this row planting. I'll eat lunch. I'll use the restroom <laughs> yeah. when I'm done with this, and then it always just keeps going, right? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, then you're, then more you row. peed your pants, and yeah. I love blood sugar, <laughs> and I'm like shaking. You know, you're angry, um,
0: you're angry.
1: I know. I'm like, what am I? You know, but I was, um, yeah. I was doing watercolor up in my house, and I was, I was painting Christmas cards, and I was freezing. Okay, freezing cold. My feet were just. I mean, hands were numb. My feet were cold. And I kept just saying, I'm like, shit, I'm like so freezing. It's so cold in here. It's so cold in here. And then this like little voice was like, go get a blanket. Like this
0: whole – Why are you sitting in the misery of (laughs) – Why? Why?
1: But I had this soul awareness and then it kind of made me – I was like, oh, lens. Like how many times I don't do that with I put the business or I put somebody else ahead of – my needs. And I'm like, no, my farm mm-hmm. employees, my farm, my customers, my relationships with my family, with Sean, everybody is going to benefit from Lindsay taking care of herself better. Mm-hmm. And so that little bit, you know, it's like, I'm sure you all can resonate with like that little voice inside or, you know, not making myself this number one priority. So that's my like, that definitely has been my thorn and what I've shed some tears over. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like I have a lot of. That I'm carrying into 2024 mm-hmm. to make it, yeah, a funner year than yeah, 20 definitely 23. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's um, that's mine. So we do this every year. We Shannon and I both we look at our rose bud thorn. We kind of mm-hmm. take that, but then we're looking at like how do we take that and make that into kind of an actual plan for the following year. So just here's sort of some summary and some tips for you guys to kind of take what we're doing and apply it for yourself too. So if you haven't listened to episode 35, it's our goal setting episode. We did it last year. It's a really good episode. We talk about everything goal setting. So we do like, we talk about this process. We talk about setting financial goals. It's a whole lot of information. Honestly, probably could have broke that episode into four episodes. Yeah. There's just a whole mm-hmm. lot of deep diving with that. So, you know, we look at, our year in review. I typically do this as my last last week of the year. I like to always look back. I write a blog post typically. But you know, I look back and I look through those quarterly check-ins that Shannon and I always talk to you about that we do where mm-hmm. we write notes. If you haven't done those this year and maybe you're just like listening to the podcast for the first time, if you go back and listen to the episodes, we talk about this where we do quarterly check-ins, where we do field walks and we look at like what worked for us in the spring and what didn't work for us, what worked for us, Mm -hmm. you know, in the summer and the fall and the winter. And we sort of look at each of those things and say like, what worked, what didn't work. And, you know, I, those all help me to move forward with our crop plans and, you know, to know, like when we were talking about, you know, doing our um, seed order and stuff, I use all of those Mm -hmm. notes for that to know, like, you know, Rebecca was one that I just, I had too much of and- Mm -hmm. when, you know, I needed to cut out another succession. And so that's all those things that you're not going to be able to pull from your memory unless you've got it, you know, you've got it wrote down. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, doing those check-ins and looking at that stuff. And then the next thing is I encourage you to look at like, what do you want more of for yourself in the coming year? And we, I love that we talk about this and I will, we will always continue to talk about this. It's like, what lights you up and be honest with yourself not just like really you don't have to share this with anybody but like really what gives you energy what makes you excited for me it's the podcast that's one thing that like i mm-hmm. you know shan i know shannon can say the same thing we've both talked about it where we leave feeling energized after we've done it the mm-hmm. dirt on flowers insiders when we do the Zooms with them, we're always excited afterwards because we yeah. feed off of the energy in the room. And so that's like just something for me to pay attention to. I love speaking engagements. It's something that I I love doing. And so writing all those things down and going like, okay, how do I start setting goals that get me to those things that you know have more of those opportunities in my life? And so – Starting with the goals really give me clarity for the rest of the goal setting that I do in my business. And I always do it from a personal standpoint. Yes, I look at it some from the farm, but also like what lights me up in life and mm-hmm. looking at like having more time off and vacations and and trips or hiking or whatever those things look like in my personal life, it makes the business side better if this other side's getting fulfilled. So that's just, mm-hmm. you know, one of the other parts that we look at. So
0: yeah. And then I mean, just As entrepreneurs, we tend to be dreamers. It's a good thing. I promise. I promise it's good. But it's like reeling yourself back in and then really attaching some some numbers to what that dream looks like, both expense and revenue. What's it going to take? And then how much money is possible to make all of this work? And for me, it's always looking at what happened this year by month, And by income stream, and then figuring out what kind, where are there opportunities for growth? Where were the pain points? Where were the hard things? And then how am I fixing those things or am I eliminating that? So it's like addition and subtraction. You know, you're just like each year, you're just refining down a little bit like, what did my customers love? What are the things my customers said to me that they love? So I think writing those goals down and just having a measurable plan to get there is just. The best thing that you can do, and it can be super simple. Last year, um, all I did was take our sales per month, and then I said that I wanted to increase those by like twenty percent or fifteen percent—I forget what it was now—and then that gave me a number. And every time I looked at my financials for at the end of the month, like, did I meet that goal? Or did I not? And not that it was bad one way or the other, but I needed to have the data as as to why it was met or why it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's really – sometimes it's it's in the negative. You know, why didn't it work out? Is such an important thing to look at too. So I just think making it measurable for yourself is going to be the number one thing because we can. And hey, I love a good vision board. Okay. I'm all about the vision board. I love that kind of stuff. I love manifesting the things for for writing those things down. Those are incredibly important. But at the end of the day, this is a business, it supports other people. And on top of that, it supports ourselves. (laughs) you know yeah. so for me it's like finding that balance of being the visionary but also being the realist of what those numbers look like and for me it's having those measurable goals mm-hmm. that i can i can line myself up against and yeah. and that that gives me all the data that i need day to day and that's where pivoting comes you know correcting things how can we do it do it better all of that all of those p- pieces of data that you that you get are mm-hmm. so important into planning for the next year um, so just, however, it makes sense to you to write your goals down. Yeah, I would do that, and it has to be easy. You got to keep it simple, because mm-hmm. um, if you're overcomplicating it all, then you'll be less likely to do it.
1: Yeah, and maybe it's like taking. You want to take, um, you know, two weekends off a month. Like that yeah. can be a measurable goal, you know, whatever the oh, thing yes. is. And the other part, the other flip side of those things that light you up, it's what are the things that's drained you? What are the things that yes. you want to give up that you just are like, at the end of the day, you know, we had a, we just had a wedding come in that was like, it didn't it didn't align with the timing. We were going to mm-hmm. have to order stuff in. And it was like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, it's not really worth it. And I felt, you know, it was like, okay, I need to turn this business down and the timing didn't work. And so yeah. knowing yourself going through this process, it then becomes a lot easier to filter what lights me up, what drains me, Mm -hmm. what feels, you know, the other, another way to look at is what feels expansive to you, what feels like there's potential and what feels like contracting like, Oh God, Mm -hmm. I don't want that. You know? And you know, where I'm at in my, you know, where I am, it's like, I, what feels expansive to me is having a little bit more time off and still like dialing in. I feel like super energized around dialing in my farm and, mm-hmm. and becoming more efficient and not necessarily having the biggest farm in Ohio, you know? And so it's like, that's just where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And so you're exactly right, Jan, I think measuring those goals. And, you know, the last thing I want to say is that like when I give talks, sometimes at the end of the talk, I always tell people, I, I give this example is I say, what is something that you can start doing right now or you can stop doing right now that will change your life in 2024 or, or you know whatever we'll just use 2024 cuz we're rolling into the new year but what's something you can stop doing or you could start doing so let me give you an example it would be if you spent 30 minutes a day on your cell phone okay and you cut out let's let's just say you cut out 30 minutes a day i'm going to make sure i'm doing this math right on your cell phone okay yes this is it so 30 minutes a day you take off of your cell phone. That 30 minutes a day over 365 days is 28 work days that you gain back Mm -hmm. into your life. So that's a small example. What's something that you could do for yourself? Like stop spending the time on your cell phone or give yourself that 30 minutes in the morning to journal or have quiet time before your kids get up or go for a walk and be outside. That is that over the course of 365 days i guarantee when we're sitting here talking about this recap for 2025 it will have shifted mm-hmm. your entire life and i think mm-hmm. that's really what i want to take for myself and i'm saying that just as much for myself i don't have this all sure. figured out but it's like those are the things i go back and look at in my life and like what what can i carry How can I make a change for myself, a small change, a one degree shift in my life that then is a huge shift over the course of an entire year? So I think just take that with you and, Mm -hmm. you know, go through these steps and we're here with you and yeah, would love to, love to ride this wave with you and see how 2024 unfolds. So it's going to be great. Yes, it is. I know it will. My horoscope says so. (laughs) oh <laughs> I don't know depends on which one you read the last one was really good so I'm going with it I'm like I put too much weight and some of this 100%. stuff with anxiety sometimes I'm like I sent it to Sean I was like read this he's like that's great and then the, like two days later I was like in tears over something he's like what? it's something I read and he was like I thought this last one said it was good I'm like I'm just in this really fragile state like grasping for something it's like Good lord. <laughs> anyway, Aww. so Aww. oh man, but well, okay. Thank you guys for this. Yes, this is for such. An I hope year. you yes, amazing year. Mm-hmm. I hope you have the best, happiest New Year. Um, yes, and you're feeling energized and to. Yeah. Make it a really great year for you guys too. And thanks for sharing your words. You guys were sharing words with oh my us gosh, and tagging I loved with you. it. Great. I know. Yes. I know. Yeah. I love there were some it. good ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, good thank ones. you guys so much for joining us for another episode. If you are new around here, which we've got a lot of new people. I love it. Mm-hmm. Welcome. We're so glad you found us. If you haven't heard about our insiders group, or maybe you've just been on the fence about joining Sign up, come join us. It's a great, you know, you're moving into the winners. You can have some time to focus on that with the business related stuff. Every week, we're adding new content for you to access onto our website. Everything from marketing to growing to our tips and trips about tips and tricks about wedding work, anything that comes up. It's mm-hmm. We're always sort of just adding timely stuff to share with you. Plus, you get a live Zoom with us each month to get all of your burning questions answered. It's super fun. You get access to the live Zoom for 30 days. So if you have commitment issues, that's great because there's no long-term <laughs> commitments here. It's just $20 a month and you get – so much more than just content. Honestly, it connects you with a wonderful community of people all over the world, and we would love for you to join us. So don't forget, we are on Instagram at Dirt on Flowers. So drop us a comment or a message and tell us what you want to hear more of, maybe who you want to hear on here as a podcast guest. We'd love to hear it. So thank you guys so much for being here. We hope you loved today's episode as much as we loved recording it. So as always, we will see you the same time, same place next week.